been for years. That ice cream is like nine dollars so. a pint. Come no, on. No, you also get it for six fifty a pint. <laughs> it's still expensive as crap. It's not too bad. But eggs, eggs is where it's starting to kill me. Yeah, eggs dude. used to be a dollar ninety nine yes. a dozen it, when we were in college. When we were in college, it was like a right. dollar fifty. And Four, if you got that thirty pack, it was like three bucks for right? that thirty pack. Right. Remember that thirty There's pack, 30 the pack one with the plastic on top? The thirty pack is now nine ninety nine. It is impossible to anticipate where the two monsters which suddenly appeared in the atomic area will attack next. If your power goes out, remain calm. We go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 66 of the First Sip Podcast. Today we have in studio a dear friend of ours, Jeremy Curtola. Jeremy was a former guest on one of our earlier episodes. He sits on the chair for Upper Health, um, one of the companies that we had the pleasure of interviewing the owner and founder on, Sarah Ald. Jeremy is sitting here not to talk about business. His episode in the past was to talk about benefits and how you can maximize your health plan. If me and Ken may come across the question during the episode, maybe we'll ask him. But first and foremost, given light to what just happened yesterday, we want to express through the hearts of First Sip our thoughts and prayers and condolences to the families in Texas. Words cannot be put towards what I would feel if that was a child of mine. And we just have to shed some light on the situation and our thoughts towards everything that occurred. So from my stance specifically, it, it you, you know, you just can't put into words how horrific of an event this was. Second crazy shooting, I believe it was in what, the campaign, 10 days? Yeah, it's been less yeah. than less than two weeks since the last one we talked about. Yeah. With the shooting up in upstate New York. Yeah. Um, but like we said before, it is, I think we're, we're back in that cycle again of asking ourselves, okay, so what now? Right, you know, we once again every every year there is there is a super tragic event or a tragic shooting that just makes us take a step back and be like, man, how does this keep happening? You know, like what can we do to change it? Let's start up the conversation. Let's start up the discussions. And then it seems like there's like steps that are made like in a positive direction, or at least there's some conversation. But then it just seems like it just falls short every single time. And you know, we were kind of going around uh, about it last night in the group chat just saying like you know like what are some like just common sense things that people might be talking about you know and you know we brought up the thing like closing the loophole with gun shows you know there's very little background checks that go on in most of these gun shows so anybody can walk in and purchase an insane amount of guns and whatever they do with it after that is up to whoever they sell it to um but like we said just going back and thinking okay all the way back to we all remember columbine right when those kids walked in with a crazy amount of guns and shot up the school and I think that was like the first time that I can really remember seeing, at least in a televised way, like a mass school shooting, right? And kids really plotting to go in and, and doing something like that. And I think that's that's the crazy thing to me is just to see how people really sit back. And the way we sit around and talk about business or talk about planning a vacation, people will sit there and plan to go and kill people mm. and end lives. Mm. People that you have no association with, no they have no ill desire, like fate, like or ill intention towards you, and it's just like, I just want to go and cause harm today because of whatever yeah, it is right. that they're that they're Evil. dealing with. Evil, yeah. wires crossed, something. 
you know, and that's why I say it's just like, what do you do? Because on one one hand, some people are saying, ah, well, you know, people are always going to find ways of doing these things. Yes. But then are we now saying that, okay, you just have to live in this type of world knowing that this is a reality? Like, I don't think that's the point that we're trying to get to. So on the other hand, then what are the solutions, right? Like, what can we do if we know that this is a a weapon or a reality that we do live in and then pe- that people are capable of doing these things. What can we do to fight back against it? Yeah. You know, but it's it's complicated. It is. Yeah, there's a lot of moving pieces. I mean, I think security is important. Um, and I think above and beyond security, I mean, gun gun conversations and gun control is so relevant in, in politics. And I've, I've been seeing um, all over social media that one of the most impactful ways... Um, to really get senators to do something is to call them or to write a letter or find your local senator and, mm. and send them an email. I mean, there's there's ways you can reach out and at least put the bug in a senator's ear like, hey, we, we care about this and we want you to stop dragging your feet because of a left and a right thing and just make changes. That's a really good point. And it's something I always think about when it comes to politics. I'm like, how many regular people like us actually pick up the phone and do the work? Or send an email and do any of the work. Yeah. They'll put it all over the internet, but they won't take the simple step that it we'll, takes, which is... We'll be social media warriors, but to send an email to, you know, such and such... Local office, center. like local yeah. district, whatever your district is, right? And say, like, hey, what, what, what are we doing about this? What's your plan? You know, like, what's your office's response to this situation? Or even we just care about this. Like, this is something we as American people actually care about, so we want you to stop playing this game of left versus right and not getting laws passed because you have to agree with one side or the other like this is something that we as people care about and like want you to change it's yeah i'm happy you brought up the whole thing about like caring because when you think about like caring for other situations right when you people take different steps for other things they care about right if you care about improving your health you're going to take steps towards it if you care about changing your financial position you're going to take steps towards it if you care about changing your community, what steps are you actually taking to change it other than putting on the news and regurgitating the same talking points that those media heads are t- making you talk about that day? Yeah. We're just arguing, you know? Like that, you see all, so much argument and on that, and that's all what, social platforms. Yeah, it's like, I don't know if we actually care or if we just care to be entertained. And to get attention. Right? Like, we, we just... And even if entertainment comes in a way of violence... Right, because we we joke how much I meet like I love listening to true crime documentaries. I love watching murder mystery stuff like that, right? And so I, does my wife. Yeah, and sometimes I sit there and ask myself, I'm like, yo, what is it about this that's so intriguing? For me, I sometimes think it's just because it makes me realize like, yo, people are really capable of this stuff and it's like, wow, seeing that whole story, seeing the whole development and how they actually find, you know, these people and like bring them justice to that whole thing, but I wonder if it's like, okay, the media also realizes this. So it's like, we just need to continue to get people bickering back and forth, just entertain them a little bit with with the violence and keep away like any real solutions or any real talk about, okay, why do we see this every week? Why do we have 27 school shootings this year alone? Yeah, I saw some, some crazy statistic. That, 27. Yeah. yeah. Just in schools. I, th- I think in general, like, there's been We're more shootings than days. 212 mass shootings in the U.S. Yeah. Which, which is unbelievable. It's a problem. Clearly, Craziness. there is a, a problem. But what I wanted to say, and we just had to do justice, our podcast is about, you know, spreading a positive, spreading a positive message, 
wellness. The reason I wanted to touch on it, one, I'm, I'm sorry to our guest, Jeremy. We had him here. We have a massive, a bunch of events going on this weekend. We just had him come on the podcast. He's fun to talk to. We did not plan to talk about this, but unfortunately it happened and we have to address it. The one thing I do want to say, if you look at a linear graph in social media usage, mental illness, and shootings, they all correlate. I'm not sitting there saying that the mental illness plague and the shooting plague that is in America right now run the same path or they have anything to do with each other. My thoughts are that social media currently is impacting the youth in such a way and mental illness is spreading in such a way that it's going to get to the point where these things happen and people make such rash, horrible decisions at a young age more frequently. And in my opinion, not that it matters, I think the best way to address this as an individual, as Albert, is simply check in with those closest to you. Mm. Have conversations with one person. Impact the life of one person. Everyone online currently is berating their following on Instagram. Everyone's arguing the left versus the right. Senators are arguing the left versus the right. But if you were to just take the time and try to positively impact the lives of five people, ask five people, for real, how are you doing today? Maybe you could make a genuine change that would radiate and prevent something like this from happening. And I don't think, given the culture and social media and the drive to be cool and the drive to look different. I don't think that that's happening enough. And I'm not saying I just solved the problem in the world, but my opinion is someone said to me on the podcast, like two months ago, when's the last time y'all had a mental health check and checked in with each other. Mm -hmm. And that conversation alone, that person has diligently followed up on it, been texting me into Kembe and just someone reaching out and saying, hey, for real, how are you doing this week? In, a, in, a, in an environment where you can just say how you actually are feeling, the weight of the world comes off your shoulder. So if you think that you know someone that's actually going through it right now, someone that's struggling with something, and, I, and again, we do not want to take off light from what happened. We are sorry. It is tragic. There's a problem. But maybe if you know someone struggling reach out to them and genuinely ask them how are you doing mm -hmm. and that that I, I just had to say that i've been thinking about it since this happened yeah no i and, think that was that was very very well said like just because it, sometimes it really is that simple just having the conversation with people um we talked about this the last time we were down in north carolina you're right you know just when you really start talking to the people around you and start uncovering the thing that they're going through you really realize sometimes like damn I didn't know you were dealing with all that. For real. Even your best friends. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely victim to this. I mean, I don't reach out to my friends as much as I should, and they're still my best friends mm -hmm. because that's what they are. But um, when you actually have a real conversation with them that's not superficial, um, you can find out some pretty interesting things about people that you may not have known. Yeah, I was actually uh, I was talking to Delani about that last night because it, w it was right in line with what Albert was saying just about, like, do people have conversations with with people who are doing these things and what is their perspective on on them like and saying like yo when i used to talk to them you know they didn't seem like they were going through this or we used to talk about this all the time 
or from the parents parents perspective you know like are they just that disconnected or is the kid that great at just acting and putting on a front like everything's okay yep and unfortunately evil will always persist right like we can't sit now i don't know there there the debate is there to be had and we didn't want to delve to it deep into it but maybe if you take the, the weapons away right maybe it wouldn't happen but then no because evil will still persist mm-hmm. and maybe have the weapon yeah. you know people yeah. down in guyana find machetes mm-hmm. and chop people up all the time mm-hmm. yeah we utopia doesn't exist or i mean like i said i guess that's a debate to be had but i don't think utopia exists no i don't think yeah, it ever like people, will exist. people will find a way of resolving their conflict but i think that's that's another point there too right it's just conflict resolution like if you do have issues if you do feel like yourself like getting you know enraged with something i think that's with social media i feel like people don't have that ability to resolve conflict as much because most of your conflicts are digital virtual yep yeah right so if i'm arguing with you albert or you jer over the internet and i just start popping off out of just my mouth just saying whatever craziness i want i could talk about your race i could talk about your size i could talk about your family i could talk about anything because you can't do anything to me why did you, when you said size, side eye and, and look uh, at me? We, Not to derail. I thought he was literally about, staring at me. I could talk about everything. You, know, know, um, you see how we took his, that personally? A, his this eye. This is why you got to check on your off. friends, right? Because I'm going to get that surgery. Size, I'm going like to voluntarily break my legs and get that surgery. Could, that might be another episode. The, the limb lengthening? The limb lengthening. We that should reach be. out to one of those doctors. Three yeah. inches? I could I could be a professional basketball player with three inches. Speaking of that, we're going to have to check on him in the next couple of weeks, make sure he's not getting any appointment schedule. Yo, they gave him three inches? Three inches. Dude, that's For a hundred grand. Y'all. Look at y'all. hundred grand. Look at y'all. Guys, check on your friends. Make sure they're not that's getting any crazy appointments to lengthen their limbs, okay? Three inches is a lot. What's wrong with y'all? I wouldn't need it, though. Like, they would do nothing for me. What's wrong with y'all? Like, what would I do with that? Nothing. But boy, I could. You know how much money you could turn that hundred grand into? You know? Yeah, I mm. guess or a lifetime of happiness for just being told. <laughs> hey, there's two sides to every story. I mean, I almost completely lost my train of thought. I'd rather have. No, I derailed it. I'm sorry. Completely I, derailed it. I did. Where was I going before with that? We were talking you about. You were saying that you could. You could. There's. There's the conflict in the world now is online. Conflict resolution online, right? So like, when you step out of that, if a guy started popping off to you like that at the bar, probably won't go too far, right? And if he gets punched in the face a couple of times, it's probably gonna be like. Mm. I probably shouldn't say that to people anymore. Yeah. Or I probably shouldn't act that way because you know what? That doesn't work in the real world. But online, I can go on there, say whatever I want, put out my whole manifesto, you know what I mean? And just put out paragraph on paragraph on paragraph and then never have to deal with any consequences of what you would have dealt with before. Yeah, and the scary part about that is when people feel that freedom to do those things if you constantly do them that's when it can turn into action you know like when you constantly are writing on the internet that you have guns and you post pictures of guns and you're going to kill people with guns Mm -hmm. like yeah it it starts out just being a thought that you keep putting on the internet haha it's funny or whatever and then continuing to say it is Mm -hmm. just like with anything like if you have a mantra and you continue to tell yourself something eventually you can become that thing and i think social media is really bad for that because it gives people yeah Yeah. i think there was a not i think i know there was a case in new york years ago where they actually brought a guy to trial based on some of the comments he was writing on social on his facebook about going out and murdering cops right so the whole thing was can you actually prosecute something someone based on what they haven't acted on yet right but it's like everything is lining up that this might actually be a serious event like he's putting everything out there showing you the weapons you know saying how I'm gonna do it 
at what point do you say, yo, we as law enforcement have to step in? That's do you ever think we'll thing, see? Bro. Do you ever think yeah. we'll see a future where that like you, starts happening, or where people say like, "Yo, no. I don't know." It's freedom no. of speech. Probably not. It's no. freedom of speech. Yeah, you can't. But, but that's why it was such an interesting. I'm gonna send you guys a documentary it's, it's after insane this topic because sure. it, it was I such mean, an interesting documentary. If it can be tracked, which I'm sure it can today, I'm sure the FBI can track any tweet or any you know anything oh, yeah. that you put on the internet. Like, it could be like an early detection thing where it's like you're doing all these things. We need to get you some help. You need to go Another talk to point. a therapist. Well, when you look you at what happened to... with the NSA, right, in the Patriot Act, when that was first um, brought, uh, established, right, they that's what they got in trouble for was really pulling a whole bunch of what they would call like metadata and saying like, yo, I'm going to pull your information, your information, your information based on certain keywords that we see you using just in case you might be an extremist, right? So we're going to start a little folder for you because you're starting to pop off a couple red flags. Mm-hmm. Could we start seeing that on a state-by-state level? If the states started saying like, yo, well, and we know how states like to, you know, work with their control. They said, yo, you know what we can do here to make sure that we don't have these issues. Let's start really tracking the social media engagement of our citizens in this state. Or in the city, even if it went down to the locality. Who knows, you know? right? But it's just like those ideas are out there. And this is why I like worry about the extreme size because it's a slippery slope. 100%. If the conversation isn't had from all, from from every side, right? And like from different viewpoints. But it's just like. How do you stay civil enough to have these conversations? Because like yeah. you said, social media is never civil. No. And I think that's another reason why we like having these conversations because hopefully, and once again, like I think we, well, no, we agree on most of this here, but like at the same time, it's, we have different ways how we can maybe take steps forward and talking about it, mm-hmm. I think is where you get started. So for sure. Yeah. yeah and, and I mean, speaking about, uh, again, it, we, that's all we wanted to touch on. Um, speaking on conflict or just life struggles that we're currently walking through wedding season's different boys the reason our guest is here we need a resolution wedding season is different we need some solutions we talked about this last year we need a whole we need a whole passive income just to fund weddings why do you think we trying to get people to buy these first sip hoodies these <laughs> mugs we need hey man pick up some merch go to first sip hey, 10 first, bible yeah, drink bible we got a couple com. things out there right because inf- inflation is serious inflation's a problem inflation everything is, is more everything 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 is more. i saw regular it gas impacts every five, industry 509 the other day regular gas and i was so mad Dude, that's a lot. I was like, I'm just out here trying to be an average. And imagine being a truck driver. Diesel diesel gas is like $7 up here. dude. Ridiculous. I can't even imagine. Ridiculous. Like, you know how badly that's got to impact the consumer's cost? Because they have to account for that cost in... Did you see the video I sent in our our group chat the other day talking about the Tesla truck? Yes. Yes. I just saw the video of it. It was cool looking. And that's something we talked about a couple weeks ago, too, um, about what changes will we see now that... Let's just focus on business owners, right? What business owners are going to be changing to fight all this inflation, to fight all these changes over the past two years? You better be be if you're a good business owner. But think about it. It's like we're seeing an increase in costs. We're seeing a lack of um, actual employment, right? We're seeing so many different factors. I mean, there's so many things. Yeah, it trickles. It all correlates. It's a trickle-down effect. And that's the thing. It's just what what do you do at this point? I feel like, well, I mean, if you – we talked once before about we see what some of these investors are doing – um, these big firms, how they're kind of pulling a lot of their money out of these markets, right? Out of these different investments that they had, which is sinking a lot of these things because everybody's kind of in a holding pattern. You know, it's like, okay, if we don't really know what the next year, the next two years is going to look like, let's just hold on to as much cash as possible to kind of weather the storm and get through this. Unfortunately for us, 
we can't do that because we got wedding season coming up. A lot of weddings. Because people like to get married around here. Mm-hmm. I don't well, know what's at that up age. Show. We're at that it's age. the age, yeah. It's an age thing. But last year was a lot cheaper to get to the wedding. We talked about this a year ago. We need people to start thinking, dude. I mean, gas prices are up for planes too. It raises That's the price what, of air bro, flights. How, bro, think about the adventure that for when we go to Boston for that one wedding. We Either got weddings out. need to start being a three-day adventure, or people got to start sending me virtual links. No backyards. We got to start going to backyards. <laughs> And I'm, you know, it's, and this is another thing with America. The you, you guys know, can come to my backyard. You know why this doesn't work for us out? Because we're not truly American. That's that's the thing. Curry. That's true. You not either. We foreign. Come on, okay? come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Traditionally, Guyanese people do not spend this much money on a wedding. Come on, come on. Italians do, but I'm not Italian. I'm American. Mm. I'm American, but I, mm. I I know that I didn't want the wedding I had. Mm. How much would they spend money on a wedding in Cuba? Uh, in Cuba, mm-hmm. they don't have weddings in Cuba, bro. Why not? <laughs> they have no money. Period. So That's how do they? They can't afford. But they favor. find ways to find love, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. I need Americans love. to find ways to find love very cheaply. We could go to the courthouse. I mean, that is an option in America. You could just What's walk up to that? the courthouse and get married. Who? Ryan maybe did. it's a, maybe it's a social media thing. Maybe Isn't that what Moose and Rick did. Maybe people are trying. We're going there this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the whole production is now. We should just go there, you know, have dinner and be like, all right. Bro, that's another thing. COVID impacted this new vow renewal. That's what I'm saying. Lifestyle. What do you mean? That's what we're going to. Oh. We're going to uh, a vow renewal ceremony. Well, no, vow renewals have always been a thing, though. Yeah, 50 years down the line. No, 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 no. Yes. Yeah. I've seen people do it every day. No, 10. no. Lydia asked about that. She was like, what? You just got married last year. You know, in her accent. Mm-hmm. I, I How cool would it be? Every five or ten years to have a party, a party, like a wedding, party. Yes, a, party. A, a party. Y'all, you see, I'm just, I'm just swear, I swear, I go to my guy and he's, y'all Americans, y'all don't just have parties. It has to be everything has to be an extravaganza for a reason. No, no, you don't, Guyana. You get like five of your aunts, you know, your mom to cook. Everybody just that'd be nice. You just get a whole table full of food, so everything just. And you know the food is great, yeah, right? Have a party. Then you go to your big, your, your other cousin with the big backyard, and everybody's there. Yeah. And you put up a nice tent. That's like what thousand dollars, thousand dollars. That was like yeah. anybody who wants to throw a wedding in Guyana, just hit me up. I'll yeah. set it up for you. We have a first sip wedding. Uh, we're also wedding idea. planners. Yes, we're also wedding planners. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we're, do- we're doing a lot to get through these next <laughs> to get through these next couple of months, bro. Gas, dude. Gas, like groceries. We, I'm telling you, man. We all just got to get second jobs. Speaking of the groceries, that's another funny one. We gotta just work. So can't sink. We gotta swim. I'm I'm happy. I'll start with survival of the fittest. I'll start with Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Jerry's seems to be holding. Inflation has not hit Ben and Jerry's yet. No so way. I love whatever they've been doing over there. Keep That's because the they've work. been overcharging for years. That ice cream oh, is like so? nine dollars a pint. Come no, on. No, here I still get it for six fifty a pint. <laughs> it's still expensive as crap. It's not too bad. But eggs, eggs is where it's starting to kill me. Yeah, eggs dude. used to be a dollar ninety nine yes. a dozen when we were in college. When we were in college, it was like a right. dollar fifty. And Four. if you got that thirty pack, it was like three bucks for right. that thirty pack. Right. Remember that thirty pack, the, 30 the one with the plastic on top. The thirty pack is now nine ninety nine. Oh, and that's for a dozen eggs is four seventy five right now at the market. When I went there the other day, I just I just stood there and I was truly just I'm like you know what. I might have to leave the country. I'm looking up how much Ben and Jerry's is. I don't believe you that it held. We have so many chickens down in, in Guyana. Wow, it really did. Instacart, six forty nine. They so really have saying? not been impacted. How are those things still running, right? But just natural things. Jeremy was right. They've been overcharged. The owner, now. the owner of Ben and Jerry's, said, "I'm going to price my ice cream inflation proof." All the natural products, just 
dude, they've been priced inflation proof because <laughs> Ben and Jerry's would have been totaled by what's happening. There's a milk. Yo, have you seen the price of whole milk? The, whole milk is six dollars a what gallon. I'm saying. Six dollars a gallon for whole milk. It's less to buy almond milk now. I, well, yeah, I you know drink. another thing that we have to realize too with a lot of these like agricultural products is like how much they're actually subsidized from the government on like what they're producing, right? So some of these like farmers do get like subsidies to like put out certain product and things like that. And if they're not getting it in time, then they might have to mark up their product. Um, it's the same thing we have to do like in Ghana, right, with the chicken farms. Like if there's a decline in in sales and things like that, then you might get funding from somewhere else to keep you afloat. But then you gotta mark up your prices. To balance everything out else out right so i think that might be what we're seeing too and why we're not seeing products like ben and jerry's get marked up but things like fruit vegetables and eggs seem to be going through the roof dude bummer yeah. it's honestly it's it, it's we're at a weird point where we always used to say that that yo if you're starving there are ways to eat cheaply like yo if you're starving bananas literally you like you could survive on bananas i, w- I will say though i did go to so you got to split it up right and this is another Pro thing junction. i was talking I'm, I'm thinking about doing too can like, you have too many bananas Bro, yeah. you, you see my fruit basket over there? So I mean, I love bananas, but like, is it like tuna where like you could have too many? No, nah, you have no. two a day. You could have two bananas a you day. You could literally survive on that. 100%. Two, two bananas a day, right? So I went to Produce Junction the other day and I got... Like 180 calories. I got like, I a, like probably like... <sighs> that would be terrible. I would say probably like close to 10 pounds of like fruits and vegetables for like 30 bucks. Right? At Produce, Produce Junction. Yeah. See, Dikembe does it right, dude. But that's, but that's the thing. Misfits like, Market I, is too. I mean, it's... Yeah, but like I wonder if... And I don't know if we brought this up before... Um, but that's something I'm interested to see is like what changes are people actually making to go through this type of economic period? Because for some people, this is just like living another broke day, right? Like shit really ain't changed for those people. See, I don't see. I don't think so. I think for those people, it's living a very broke day now. Well, but think about it. Like if you've already been in that mentality, it's nothing more than just a pivot. Just like when the pandemic hit and it was like everything shut down now. It was like, well, you know what? I've always kind of been in the kind of like a fight or flight mode. So agreed, and especially, and that's a that's a conversation that's definitely been had in the black community, where it's like, you know what? A lot of people in this community have always been kind of like in the lower poverty style lifestyle. So dealing with this other kind of phase is just another phase. But those, but those, mm-hmm. that's an optimistic mindset to to claim that an entire community feels that way. No, no, no. I'm saying like there there are people in the community who yeah, feel that way. That, but on the other side, right, there are people who are going through this for the first time. Right. And saying probably like, genuinely struggling. Exactly. And they but weren't also supposed to from be. a position of just I think we have to realize in this country like we make it very convenient to do a lot of things. Yes. Right? And we we pay for that. Like that has a cost. Yeah. When we we were just talking about just just food and just preparing your food. If we were to really ask some of our friends and family members, how many times a week do you cook at home? I think we'd be very surprised to see how many of them cook. I, I would be surprised if 50% of my friends cook more than three times a week. Oh, absolutely. Right? Interesting. And because when you think about that, what is the actual cost then for just your food, right? And if we let's just stay on that line item because, you know, I can, we can talk about the finances all day and this inflation thing. Yeah, whatever. But if we're literally looking at like, okay, what cost can you be, what things can you be cutting back on? Food's a very easy place to start. But if you're not really tracking where your money's going, how much you're spending on food, Jared, I know you're religious with this. I could talk about tracking my money right? all day like, long. And so, like, you know, maybe at the end of like this little segment, like you can tell me like some of the apps you use or whatever you use to do that because that can probably help somebody out. But I know that that's something I've also worked on the past couple of years because when you don't have that much money coming in, every dollar matters. 100%. Right? Like, I feel like even if you have a lot of money coming in, every dollar matters. You need to know where your money's going so that you can allocate it appropriately to different Where'd you things. get that mentality from, though? Because I don't think everybody has that mentality. Jer was born with that, bro. I was born with that because, I mean, 
I was fine growing up, but like I felt like I wanted to be in a better financial position than my parents were in. So at a very young age, I told myself that I was going to manage my finances better than my family did so that I would not be in the same position that they were in. I think, and, but I think it's important for everyone. I think it's a very important life skill. Uh, yeah, that's and that's why I manage it because I don't think funds. I don't think a lot of people make that conscious decision though. And we brought up you know wanting to improve your health before, right? Like, okay, I want to make sure I'm gaining a certain amount of weight or losing a certain amount of weight. What's the first thing people tell you? Are you tracking what you're eating? Do you know how many calories you're getting in or how many calories you're burning? If not, then it's kind of just like you're just going through the motions and you really don't know why you're in the position you're in. Mm-hmm. Right, just like you said with your finances, you start writing these things down and saying, like, "Okay, well, you know, prices of things might be going up here. You know, I might be seeing a three percent increase, a five percent increase on my on this part of my budget. How can More I cut than that, bro? Right, but people were getting eight rushed, eight percent. But it's like, okay, where can you cut 18. that back? For some people, if they're seeing, if they're spending an extra hundred dollars in one area, an extra two hundred dollars in another area, what are you what are you cutting back on then to balance that out? Right, because we yeah, you're either cutting back or you're getting another job, or yeah, or you're getting another job, or you're whatever like there's it's one or the other you know it's either you make more money or you give something up something has to get right and that's going back to my original point it's like we pay so much for convenience i don't know if we just got stuck in this point we're just like we expect we just expect everything to be like okay well i still want to do this and i still want to do this so i expect all the costs to stay low and it's just like no no one no one i mean no no need to talk about it but this was unplanned like the the rise was just Mm -hmm. egregious Mm -hmm. and that was not the purpose of the conversation the conversation was how much weddings cost um i don't know if it was unplanned though what what i oh (laughs) right what i do think is if you're grocery shopping and you got a lidl by you Mm -hmm. have you ever been to lidl l-i-d-l german supermarket it's lidl is it lidl (laughs) it's lidl I think it's Lidl. I've still never it's seen Lidl. it. A singular vowel makes the, the strong sound. I think it's Lidl. It's Lidl. How could it be Lidl? It's L-I-D-L. It's Lidl. It's Lidl. Is it, Ameri- is it an American company? It's German. I don't even know. German, German. market. It's the same guy who owns Aldi. You know German? Bro, they're so cheap. You know Aldi? I know you know, yeah, Aldi. know Aldi. Same they guy. They are so cheap. Lidl. 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 It's okay. Lidl. It's Lidl. All right, but what was your point with Lidl? <laughs> oh, if you have one by you, start shopping there. Their prices Lidl's are Lidl's great. They have like... They have like bottles of wine that are pretty damn good for like two ninety nine. Still gonna go back some groceries. I'm still gonna piggyback on that and go back to my convenience thing. People, there are so many people who won't leave their house and go and grocery shop. Oh well, then that's your own problem. Yeah, that's so right. but that's human nature. That's, though. that's the point that I'm trying to figure out though. It's just like, yo, how many people are actively complaining about the cost of things going up and still shooting themselves in the foot by doing all this convenience stuff? Well, then that, that's their problem. Yeah, deserve it. but I. Once again, I think it goes back just like how we say, like, okay, well, people talk about all these health issues in America, but 50% of America still has an obesity problem. Right, and no one wants to hop on a treadmill. So what are we, is it once, it's like, do we actually care or we just care about being entertained with these conversations? Uh, No, I think we definitely actually, I think people, everyone actually cares about their money. And again, I didn't Do we we care enough to do anything about it? Well, we're going to have to. Some of us, like you said, some of us. It is impacting everyone. Obesity only impacts half of the people. I mean, you in the insurance world. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, probably, yeah, it's but, probably more than that. But whatever. But <laughs> no, the, the, the prices are impacting yeah. everyone. That's what I'm saying, man. We got to. I mean, it's an interesting conversation, but. That's why we need a little bit more dictatorship. That's why I'd be. No. No. <laughs> no. So sorry. Sorry. I got. Yeah, I got you went a little extreme. I got to reel me back in. I'm listen. just saying because people don't listen sometimes. You know, sometimes you just got to. And well, I'll be watching what do we always say? Life, so you know, Coach, you know, Coach Taylor been getting to me. What do we always say, Dikembe? If I could talk to every person in the world for five minutes, bro, five that's minutes. It. That's all I need. It's five minutes with every person in the I world. Want to talk to everyone? 
just figure it out. I just wouldn't want that. You could just figure out so much. You could figure out so much about the world. So, so much. I wouldn't want to. Bro, I'm telling you, like, it's... 7 billion people. I was talking about... 35 brother, billion like, minutes. It's impossible in time. Bro, so... <laughs> like, in time, it's literally impossible to like, do it Like, lifetime. when I'm doing Uber part-time, I checked the stats the other day. I think I passed, like, 3,500 trips in the past, like, two years, right? 3,500 people. Maybe times four. I just was talking sit, to an Uber driver in Connecticut. Just sitting there having conversations. Bro, people are so interested. And this is why I go back. Like, when you talk to them about inflation, talk to them about all these things, any topic, like... The spectrum is crazy. Oh, of and course. You, and it's like you never you never know what somebody's going to come up with, but I'm just always so interested to hear people's story and how they're going through these things. Yeah. My Uber driver in Connecticut was telling me a bunch of cool stories mm-hmm. about different riders he's had, but he also told me if you're not signed up for Lyft, <laughs> Lyft is running a promotion right now where you get a 1000 bucks for doing five rides. Mm-hmm. Take advantage of that. Wow. Certain areas have crazy promotions. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Five rides. He said he did five rides in 30 minutes and made a 1000 bucks. Good for him. That's a great promotion. Some of the, yeah, there is. We're trying to get new before, drivers. Too. That's that's another episode I want, uh, we wanted to talk about, or another topic we're going to talk about in the future is just different side hustles that people can hop into. 100%. You know, because there's. That'd be a cool episode. There's a lot of different things that people can do, um, whether it be like hopping on one of these, you know, platforms like DoorDash, Uber, Rover, or saying like, yo, I want to start a little, I want to turn my, you know, hobby into maybe a side that's hustle. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, do something you like. like you know, yeah. yeah. Crafts, like so many different building things. tables building yep. chairs one of our buddies used to build doors like there's yep. so many cool things you can mm-hmm. do and make money off it and monetize yeah. it yeah speaking of cool things Dikembe what's your content rack for the week mm. so listen I still I've still been glued to Friday Night Lights dude I'm so happy for you like I've been I've been flying through it I have so many emotions so many I'm people I'm so I, happy for you so yeah many, so many people I, but I don't Albert you think we could like uh get an apartment together for six months like we did in college just to rewatch Friday Night Lights together nah dude we'll get beds in the same room we'll get bunk beds you can knock your head off the bed just like that first night of college we would finish it (laughs) that's so funny every time I come over you guys would just be finishing an episode Uh, yeah like either that or playing Call of Duty yeah or 2K man remember how many controllers were broken Hmm. UFC (laughs) Albert must have beat UFC with like 10 different fighters (laughs) see how times have changed (laughs) Dude, uh, I'm so happy for you that you're watching Friday Night Lights. What an all-time show. Such a good show. Where it, am I at right now? Yeah, what where, season are you on? I think I'm, There's a lot of episodes. I think I, season. Oh, I just Seven. started season three, so Smash graduated. Um, oh. Went through that whole issue. Season three is kind of... It um, dies off. Yeah, it, it dies back off. Up. Does it? Okay. Yeah, yeah then it'll pick Season one up, and two are the best. Yeah, they are. For gotcha. sure. Yeah, we'll see. I'm probably going to finish it by the end of this week. Good but, the um, whole thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's your content? Dude, Kemi crushes shows. That and... Um, he just leaves him in the background. I, I just don't watch it. Yeah. Yeah, he literally just doesn't watch it. Uh, you got to pay attention, dude. Well, I do pay attention. I'll just sit there and, you know, I'm typing, I'm looking, I'm typing, I'm looking. So it's just like... You got to really get into it, though. No, that's way too many hours. My, bro, you know how many hours of these shows are? Yeah, I know, but that's when it, like, that's a, really that's, hits home. Bro, like, it's, like, it's like a month of your life gone. I feel like I know everybody in Friday Night Lights. Lila, like, I know them personally. Lila Garrity, I said what I said about her the other day. Um... <laughs> I'm gonna keep my feelings to myself. I'm gonna reach out to some of those uh, people trying to get them on the podcast. Tim Riggins, ask him some real questions. Tim Riggins is a whole—that's a whole episode in of itself. He's got a lot of issues he's going through. Great character. Uh, yeah, he was a whoever Jason. wrote his character did Matt Ser- <laughs> phenomenal. You know what I realized isn't he the same guy from Savages, uh, where he shared a relationship with his boy too? Yes, yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Lively. Yeah, who do was you, the other guy? Do you that? think they wrote the that in? That plays kick ass. Do you think they wrote that mm. in because of the role he played as Tim Riggins, or did they just completely do that coincidentally? I think that a lot of actors like 
end up playing similar roles in different movies. You know, they got, they got typecasted. Yeah. You, you kind of like Will Ferrell has been typecasted his entire career. Yeah. yeah. You kind of become Kevin like, Hart is typecasted. That's what they call yeah. that. We're producers, content creators, so we kind of know these terms. Yeah, I don't know that term, but yeah. I just see well, it. One hundred percent, Jason Jason Statham typecasted. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> typecasted. he's gonna be cool to have on the podcast. <laughs> Did we say Liam Neeson because he's typecasted? typecasted. <laughs> no, but he's played. No, he's played like some roles where no way he's been the same character. Adam ever Sandler since, ever since he typecasted. played. Who was it? Didn't he play like Obi Wan Kenobi? Dude, Adam Sandler even dresses. No, he plays. Yo, did you guys see the new movie that's coming out on Netflix with Adam Hustle. Sandler? Hustle. That's gonna that was be cool. Film. I think that, Dude, was film here, that was filmed here in Van Young. He's all over. No, Netflix. they give them contract deals like Kevin Hart. They give uh, them a certain amount because they deals want to big run actors to like, act the in only their movies. One. They say like, yo, here's like a hundred well, million to run out like five movies. Yeah, but he's like the only one. That Kevin Hart. No, uh, yeah, Kevin Hart did it. Um, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, Ryan Reynolds. Netflix loves Ryan Reynolds. I think The Rock has a deal like that. I hope so. Uh-huh. Red Notice is one of the best movies. Yeah, ever they made. got a they got a couple. We ain't talking about their stock stock price though. Yeah, but my final final rec. Yeah, yeah. Which somebody one? feed Phil. Oh, you were talking about that what earlier. Is that? Yeah, what is that? Somebody feed Phil. So you know, I love those foodie shows, right? So people mm-hmm. just it's um, Phil Rosenthal. So I think he was a producer of Everybody Loves Raymond. Okay. Right, and he just goes around the world, just touring different places, different cities, and just like eating food and just going to different people's like houses or like their local restaurants. And somebody just feeds him. What's his vibe? Is he like a Bourdain, like more serious guy? Or does he make it funny like no, Guy like, Fieri? He's like an old Jewish guy. Like an old, like family Jewish guy. Like really funny, just comedian style. It's like what? Like take like a character from Everybody Loves Raymond and put that like in in like a foodie show. So it's like a very funny, t- like a old style humor, but it's it's funny. It's funny. Cool. It hits home. It's good, wholesome content. What's yours, Jeremy? Um, wow, you really put me on the spot here. Let's see. Now we do this every episode. You would know. Yeah. I, I mean, I knew that it was coming. Do you want me to let you think about it and say mine? Yeah. Can you say yours? Alan? Yeah. Uh, so so my content rec, we also didn't talk about what we're sipping on today. We're all sipping on the same wow. thing. We're going to come back to that. We're all sipping on some body wow. armor. Mama forever. Strawberry wow. grape. I was going to come back to that because I was going to say, you know, we're... um. We're waiting for our plug for the uh, spike ball tournament and everything. I'm working those on things it. moving. Yeah, I'm working on it. So, I got it. Yeah, we're we're, we're waiting to hear that correspondence. We're getting back. teams signed up. Yep, yep, yep. We got it. Uh, my content rec for the week is on Netflix new show, The Lincoln Lawyer. Bro, finish the whole season. Did you oh. really? Yeah. Let's go with you, dude. Bro, finish How the season. Even let me talk about it. Damn. Oh. <laughs> that nice. shit is good too. Have you watched it yet? Haley and I watched the trailer. Yo, and we stop. Oh, bro. Like we we. Yo, is he not the man? We went to it's bed. So good, bro. Is he not the man? It's is it better so than the movie? Because McConaughey does it. Doesn't McConaughey? Isn't yeah. that McConaughey? Yeah. yeah, I've never seen. He's the in the movie. movie, but the show is phenomenal. Yeah, you should watch the movie. Then. Really good directing, really good acting. Yeah. What do you think about it so far? Where so we are at. We're four or five episodes in. Mm, okay. Um. I oh yeah. So the, things are really developing for you. Yeah. I hate the rich dude. I hate the rich dude. The guy. Uh, who, Trevor Elliott. Yeah. Yeah. I hate Trevor Elliott. Not a fan. Um, love his second wife. Story continues to develop. The blonde. Okay. Insane. Lorne. Yeah. Lorna. 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 Yeah. Love Lorna. I gotta watch that now. Yeah, but we he, watched the trailer and he, then we never... He has, in my opinion, like, like I, I love when shows develop into like a character that I'm just such a fan of. Mm-hmm. I am such a fan of his character. The charisma, the the way he handles the courtroom, dude, insane. That's the, that's the thing. Uh, you touched on a really good point there. The character development behind him, right? He's like insane. It, they do such a good job of like giving you little pieces of the story mm-hmm. as you go through, right? They, but they don't hold you out there like trying to figure out, like, okay, like what is this guy, you know? Or they don't give you too much in the beginning. It's like you're sitting there every episode trying to figure something else out. Yeah. And you're halfway through it, so 
when you get through the next half, man. Yeah, and you and you like it's good. So Lincoln Lawyer on Netflix. Mm-hmm. What you got, Jeremy? That was that was good. That jogged my memory. Curry, what you been doing lately since you only playing Apex with the boys? We just finished watching Succession, Ooh. and um, I really want to tell everybody on this podcast that if you've started Succession and stopped, just keep going mm-hmm. because I I had to. It was painful to watch like the first four or five episodes of the first season but once you get through them the storyline is actually incredible and the characters are really really good um and it's a great show i mean it's a really great show i think the only reason it takes so long to get through in the beginning is because it's character development i mean it's it's character development they they, want you to like really learn that like like that's a show that everyone is kind of a dick like the characters are all kind of mean and rude and like snobby rich kids but like that the whole first four episodes is like building their character and making sure you know that the family is just a bunch of like rich snobby people exactly and that's that's like you were saying before you gotta pay attention to these shows a show like that you have to sit down and pay attention to yes There's you have to watch so it so much that is going on so much depth in the, everybody's story that loops into the bigger problem it is such a good show. I gotta watch and you it. Said you it's really it. good. It's, and everyone it, says I would love it. I it's really you would like hard. billions more. You know, I, I've been heard. I've heard that. You too. would like billions more if you. you Who would Albert finish Succession? Yeah, I finished it. Who would Albert be like in Succession? Uh, not Logan. Not, you two uh, love this. I wanted to say. I wanted to say Roman, but You're I don't think he's Roman. Not character I alignment. I don't think there is anyone. There's no one like oh, Albert because there's so many similarities in characters. You guys, yeah, are, we, you guys love character I think alignment. If, I think if people lean into the creative side more, they. Oh, are you, are you giving this a formal name now? Character alignment. That's We're what content it is. creators, producers, directors, and we do this on the low. Please. <laughs> Please don't take away from my industry skill. I am. Just I'm like character I, aligning. I'm you, character Albert. aligning myself with the Lincoln lawyer. Yeah. Like whoa, 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 whoa! You talk about me and the Kembe character aligning all week. In you the group chat. keep saying that you're Coach Taylor all all week. If you know you've what? watched Friday Night Lights, tell me a character. This that is where I'm just going to go in. I'm gonna have to clip up that group chat 100% message. Hundred percent. I'm gonna lay it right over this clip. To be then Coach Taylor. <laughs> I'm going to clip it over. How many times no one. this week he sent, yo, can somebody just tell me I'm Coach Taylor? He he stopped yo, talking to me in the Kembe because we wouldn't tell him until, he was Coach Taylor. Until. To not, acknowledge, to not acknowledge that is literally a disservice to the show and to our friendship. <laughs> That's why we never, never going to make it. That's why people don't take us seriously. So, uh, we're trying man. to become industry names. <clears throat> glad, we, um, glad we got that out of there. Man, we Had did a this. nice lighter, lighter touch in the episode, Jer. This. Thanks for coming on. So, sorry for throwing us to you last minute, dude. And yeah, sorry for throwing on such a, a heavy topic. And we cannot reiterate how sorry we are for what had happened. Check on your people. Check on your people. All right. And if you're thinking of doing some nonsense, don't. Yeah, for real. D- don't. Don't. And <laughs> Just if you don't. Th- and if you think you know someone, check on them. And don't. Don't. <laughs> Just hear that voice in the back of your head next time. Think yeah, about you're about nonsense. to do something stupid. Don't. don't. <laughs> That's it. But send us on birds. And as always, enjoy the first sip.